In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We continue from where we stop. We are reading the book of Revelation before. We are in uh, Revelation chapter 17. Revelation chapter 17. We are going to read the whole chapter of Revelation chapter 17. We are going to read the whole chapter. We are going to read the whole verses. So, we've established some background about the end time. What we are going to see in the end time. And the book of Revelation reveals perfectly the end time. What is going to happen in the end time? The book of Revelation gave us what the perfect picture. The other time we we talk about the image of the beast. We talk about the mark of the beast. We talk about the number of the beast. We talk about not worshiping the beast. Today, God is going to take us to another realm entirely. Praise the Lord. So let's settle down as we read from verse 1. Revelation chapter 17, from verse 1. And here came one of the seven angels, which had the seven veils, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great war that seated upon many waters. Praise the Lord. He said, I will, I will show you what the judgment of the great war. What is the meaning of war? And they say war means prostitute. I will show you the judgment of the great war that seated upon many waters. The judgment of what? The prostitute. Which Verse 2, with whom the king of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So, is the inhabitant of what? The earth is made drunk of the wine of his fornication. When you look at the whole world, why are people not willing to serve God? Praise the Lord. Why are people not willing to serve God? And when they serve God, it's the other way around. You hardly hear time preaching about Christ in the church. If you listen very well, God gives you a discerning ear. You will see that at the end of the day, most churches, all they are preaching, their goals, is for you to make money. Praise the Lord. And money is contrary to what the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not to make money. It's to make Jesus known. It's for us to what? Be like Jesus. It's for us to walk like Jesus. It's for us to know Jesus. To be a disciple is not to make money. But for us to what? Know the Lord Jesus Christ. 
And the Lord Jesus Christ is not being preached in the church. And that is why we are not there. And that is why we are not in those places. Why? is Because Jesus is not preached. We want a place where the truth will be preached. We want a place where Jesus Christ will be preached. So this is the reason. There is a spirit that is sitting over the nation. When they talk about sea or water, it's talking about multitude of people. When the Bible talks about water, it's talking about multitude of people. And they say this great war is sitting upon what? Multitude of people. Verse 3. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness. And I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet color beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full of abomination and filthiness of her fornication. Verse 5. And upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of Harlot an abomination of the earth. You can see the word Babylon, the word Babylon is coming out again. So what is Babylon? What is Babylon? Babylon is a kind of religious system. Praise the Lord. Babylon is a what? Is a religious system. Babylon does not respect that this is church. Or this is mosque. Babylon did not respect that this is church or this is mosque. Once the principle of Babylon enter a place, it will destroy that place. How will it destroy? It will drive the real Christianity out. Praise the Lord. It will drive the real Christianity out. So Babylon can be in a church. Praise the Lord. Babylon can be in a church. And Babylon is what is emphasizing on what? Earthly values. Babylon is what is emphasizing on worldly values. That is, that is why Jesus said, uh, the world will hate you. The, wo- <laughs> the world will hate you. Praise the Lord. That if the world love me, they will love you too. If the world loves me, they will do what? They will love you. But since the world hates me, they will do what? They will hate you. So Jesus is talking about what? Babylon. When he made mention of this, Jesus was talking about what? Babylon. The world system is what? Is Babylonian system. And Babylon originates from where? The Torah of Babel. Remember the Torah of Babel? Remember Semiramis? Remember that uh, great hunter? What's his name? Eh? What's his name? The exact great hunter. Remember Semiramis? Torah of Babel, that built the Torah of Babel. So that is where Babylon originates from. It's another religion. 
and that religion doesn't care. And when you look at the Roman system, the whole Roman system is what is a Babylon system. And what happened is that they match Babylon with the church. They have Roman what? Roman Catholic. They match what Babylon with the church. And the Protestants, they came out of what? The Roman Catholic. Praise the Lord. The Protestants, they came out of Roman Catholic. And they still brought the same principle. In Anglican, normal Anglican worship, you think it's Catholic. If you go to Anglican church, their worship, it still looks like Catholic. And they still brought images, mother and child. Part of it is mother and child. And they say it's Mary and Jesus. It's not Mary and Jesus. That is the queen of heaven. That mother and child is the queen of heaven. And every religion, they use it. Praise the Lord. Every religion, they use it. So, mystery Babylon. So, it's everywhere. So, by the time you enter a church and you brought in the principle of Christ and you are preaching Christ, what would they say? This man, next time, don't give him mic again. Or this man, don't invite him again. Because when you preach the principle of Christ, it destroys what? It destroys Babylon. So we should be careful of Babylon. Babylon can enter anywhere. It can enter any human being. And the human being will become will be misbehaving. And the things of Christ will be dull in that human being's eye. So we should be mindful. Don't allow Babylon to enter you. So once Babylon enter you, will destroy the value of what? Value of Christ. He said, in his head was written what? Mystery Babylon. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. So we need to unfold that ministry. We need to open it up. That mystery, we need to open it up. Not very many people know. Praise the Lord. If you don't understand that mystery, what happened? You will follow it. If you don't understand that mystery, part of those mysteries is uh, Christmas. Part of those mysteries is Easter. Part of those mysteries is uh, tithes and offerings. Part of those mysteries is entertainment in the church. You discover in the life of Jesus, all the singing, dancing and the rest, Jesus knew it. Because those things are what? Part of what? Babylon. So we should be careful of Babylon. So once we once Babylon enter you, it will be very difficult for you to make heaven. It will be very difficult for you to be a disciple. So you must say no to Babylon. Verse 6. And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Praise the Lord. The purpose of Babylon is to consume the saints. 
The purpose of Babylon is to persecute the saints. The purpose of Babylon is not the purpose of God. The purpose of Babylon tends towards what? Money, mammon. It's not looking for heaven. Babylon is not looking to meet Jesus. No. So Babylon has its own what? Principle. Number seven, uh, verse seven. And the angel said unto me, Wherefore, is thou mother, I will tell thee the mystery of the woman and of the beast that carried her, which had the seven heads and the ten horns. The, the beast that thou seest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition and they that dwell on the earth shall wonder whose name were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the earth when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is and here is the mind which had wisdom the seven heads and seven mountains on which the woman seated in the world today how many continents do you have hmm? seven we have what seven continents that means the beast is sitting on what seven continents we have what africa south america north america how many now three europe Australia, Asia, Antarctic. Eh? How many? Seven. So, these are the seven heads, seven continents of the earth. And there are seven kings. Five are fallen. And one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. And the ten horns, and the ten horns which thou seest are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as king one hour with the beast. Praise the Lord. He said, this is 10. Is that what 10 horns? What are the 10 horns? The 10 horns, we don't have it yet. Praise the Lord. We don't have the 10 horns yet. He's talking about the new world order. Praise the Lord. He's talking about what? The new world order. There's a new world order that they are creating. You remember 5G, 5G network. It will help to create what? The new world order. The new world order, these seven continents will be divided into 10. We have additional 10, 10 uh, continents. So very soon, they will divide it into 10. Out of that seven, 10 will come out. And that 10, is 
what to make it easy for the antichrist to do what to rule the world know that all this preparation is not just for nothing they are preparing for what how antichrist will come praise the lord there are people that have meeting with antichrist daily there are people that are you know pushing the agenda of antichrist there are people that are pushing the agenda that the world should receive what the chip. There are people caught that are working with the Antichrist. So this new world order is so what to usher in Antichrist. By the time you see that continents are being divided, and we have from seven continents, we have ten continents. If you check your, if you if you Google, if you Google your phone, and you check uh, New World Order, check New World Order, and if you bring how the division is, is there? I've seen it before. If you bring it, so this is the plan of what Satan, and what we shouldn't be part of his plan. We should be out of his plan. The Antichrist should not make us part of his plan we should be outside his plan though we live on earth we live in the world or we should not be his plan we should not be part of his plan we should not be part of the instrument that is going to use at the end of the day to achieve his aim where are we now starting again these have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast these shall make war with the Lamb, and the Lamb shall overcome them. For he is Lord of lords and kings of kings. And they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. So you are choosing and what faithful. You are choosing and what faithful. You are called and you are choosing and you are faithful. Number one is what you are called. Eh? Called. Called means what? For somebody to call you. Number two means you are choosing. You say many are called. Eh? Few are choosing. Praise the Lord. The Bible says many are called, but few are what? Choosing. And what? The last part is what? The faithful. Praise the Lord. You may be called. You may be choosing, but if you are not faithful, you will not make heaven. Praise the Lord. If you are not faithful, you will not be with Jesus Christ. So forget that uh, this person is born again. That is called. Choosing. That God has chosen you. God has chosen you. That is God has anointed you. God has put his seal on you. Is number two. Then number three. You are faithful. So if you are not faithful to the end, what will happen? You will not make it. Called, choosing, and faithful. Always remember this word. And if you remember this word, you will not do like any other Christian. You will not behave like any other Christian. You know you are called. God has was choosing you. And the remaining part is what? To be faithful. And how can we be faithful? 
how can we be faithful? Eh? How can we be faithful, disciples, hmm? to walk in the way of Jesus, to walk on the narrow roads, not to follow the world, not to follow Babylon, not to allow Babylon to influence you. That's how you can be faithful. Always push aside the things that are Babylon. As we are here now, it's strange to some people. Say, why? what are these people doing here? Why don't they join the other side? Or why don't they join this other church? So many people have challenged me in that way. But by the time you join Babylon to fulfill his word, his vision, you will not be called again. You will not be faithful, sorry. You will not be faithful. God has called you. God has chosen you. And at the end of the day, you now carry yourself and join towards Babylon. Will you be faithful? Yeah? Will you be faithful? Is Babylon dancing to the tune of Christ? Is Babylon walking on the narrow way? Did they love the, did they love the narrow way? No, they don't love the narrow way. Babylon is walking in other ways. It's walking in the way of the beast. It's walking in the way of the Antichrist. Praise the Lord. And why is Satan looking for many people to follow him? Eh? Why is Satan looking for many people to follow him? Number one, he wants to prove to God that he's popular than God. Praise the Lord. Eh? The beast, Satan, he wants to prove to God that he's popular, he's more popular than God. Remember the fight in heaven that he took one thought. He was not happy that he got one thought. He wants to get what he thought and let God get one thought. Praise the Lord. So that is the reason he wants to prove that he's popular than God. The second reason is that Satan doesn't want to be alone in hellfire. Satan doesn't want to be alone in hell and he's achieving that. Praise the Lord. He's achieving it. Out of 1,000 people, one person will go to heaven. Out of 1,000 people, one person will go to heaven. The way Jesus faced the narrow road in heaven, the narrow road, you see, just one person. Within 30 minutes or within one hour, you may not see anybody taking that road. But the wide road, you see thousands of people. They are going. They are going. Where are they going to? They are going to hell. And if you look at the church of today, the church that is worldly, they attract more people. The worldly church, or the church that is of Babylon, that has embraced the principle of Babylon, the way of doing things, they attract multitudes. Praise the Lord. They attract what multitudes. But the narrow way, the church that embraced that has embraced the narrow way, you see few people. I don't know why it's like that, but it's, the people don't like it. Praise the Lord. People don't like truth. People don't like what truth. I told you about a church I went, I, I saw in Croatia. Very few people. The members said, I don't think they are more than five. But they have the truth. They are preaching the truth. And that is why many people will not go there. 
because they don't like the truth. Praise the Lord. So always remember, you are called. It's not enough. You are choosing. It's not enough. But your own responsibility, your own watchword, is for you to be what faithful. It's for you to be faithful. If you are not faithful, you not make heaven. If you are not faithful to Jesus, you know what? Make heaven. You remember the ten virgins? They said five were what? Foolish. And five were what? Wise. But the wise ones, they were faithful. They have extra anointing. They have extra oil that can take them through. But the foolish ones, they have superficial life. But they have limited oil. The oil that they have cannot take them through. And that's how the church is. There are five foolish churches and five foolish, uh, five wise churches. But the wise churches, they are very small in number. The church that are really serving God, the church that know that Jesus is the head of the church, the church that know that it's only Jesus that matters. Praise the Lord. They are the one doing what? That are faithful. Praise the Lord. Let's move ahead. Verse 13. Uh, Verse 15. And he said unto me, The water which thou seest, where the world seated, are people, and multitudes, and nations, and tongues. So upon the water that they say is seated, is what? They are people, they are multitudes, they are nations, and they are tongues, different languages, different languages, different culture, different nations, different people is sitting on them and is dictating their fears. Praise the Lord, is dictating what their fears with money. And when you look at the, the war, the way he was dressed up, he was dressed up in gold, silver, precious stone. And that is why, if you look at the world today, these are the things that they chase. Some people will say, I don't wear hearing to the church again. They will leave that church. Praise the Lord. If you tell them, hearing is purposeless, don't wear it to the church. They will do what? They will leave. Don't wear necklace. They will leave. Don't wear bangles. They will leave. Dress moderately. They'll say no. Okay, now there's not going to be all this dance and beating of drum and shouting and jumping. They'll say the church is what is done. They'll say the church is not lively. And they will leave. They will go to where they can do all these things. Why is because who is sitting on them? The great harlots. The great war sitting on them. And that is why they they want such things. Verse 16. And the ten horns which thou seest upon the beast, these shall hate the war, and shall make her desolate, and naked, and shall eat her flesh, and burn her with fire. For God, 17, for God has put their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree and give their kingdom 
unto the beast until the word of God shall be fulfilled. Who is the word of God? Jesus Christ. And the woman which thou sawest is that great city which reigneth over the king of the earth. Praise the Lord. That great city which reigneth over the king of the earth. So we should be careful. We should be contented. Praise the Lord. We should be contented in what we are doing here. We should thank God that God has shown all these things to us. We should thank God that we have discovered a part of what Babylon and we have left Babylon and we are following the true Christ. And don't allow anything to move you or for you to be envious and say, ah, what are they doing there? No. What are they doing there? Let me go and join them. Let me go and see what they are doing there. No. You already have a focus. You already have somebody you are following, which is the Lord Jesus Christ. So by the time you are distracted and say, let me leave Jesus. Let me go there and see. When you see something there, you begin to fellowship with them and they begin to steal your heart. To come back to Jesus again will be difficult. Praise the Lord. To come back to Jesus will be difficult. So let us be focused. We know who we are following. We know where we are going. We know what we are doing. We know what we want. And we've already seen it. That Jesus is the only way. He said all authority has been given to him in what? In heaven and on earth. That at the mention of his name, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Every authority on earth and in heaven has been given to Jesus. So the only person that we can follow now in the New Testament is who? Is Jesus Christ. He has been in heaven, came from heaven. He was returned from earth, yes. And he has gone back to heaven. So the only person we can follow now is the Lord Jesus Christ. Forget about the form fear, all these uh, things that people are doing, yeah, 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 yeah. Forget about it. As long as you are following Jesus, you make heaven. As long as you are seeing Jesus and you are following him, you are following him, you are following him, your journey is sure. You have a sure road to heaven. Your way is clear. You have a sure way to heaven. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. That God, help me not to be distracted. Help me not to be influenced by the great war. Help me, Lord. I need your grace. Go ahead and pray. I need your grace that I will not be influenced by the great harlots. But I will not be influenced by Babylon. I will not be influenced by the culture of Babylon. I will not be influenced by the things that are going on in Babylon. Babylon looks as if you are serving God, but you are not. You are actually serving Satan. Because the principle you are following to serve God is satanic. It's satanic. So let's go ahead and pray. Pray that God will keep you away from Babylon. God will guide your feet. God will direct you. God will instruct you. God will teach you. 
God will teach you. God will keep you away from Babylon. God will keep you away from Babylon. God will keep you away from Babylon. You follow the word of Jesus. You walk in the way of Jesus. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. I need your grace. I need your power. I need your strength. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. End time. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We are still going to be talking about end time. We're talking about the end time. What is end time? End time is when Jesus will finally come and take his beloved. That is the end time. A time will come that Jesus will come back. He's coming back as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. And it's every eye, the word of God, every eye will see him. It's not that uh, they'll say it's here or it's there. No. Every eye will see him when he's coming. So he's not coming in secret. He's not coming to Europe alone. He's not coming to Jerusalem alone. He's not coming to US alone. The whole world will see him when he appears. And at that point, a true believer, when he appears in the sky, you don't have any reason to remain on earth again. Immediately appear in heaven, uh, in the sky, what happened? We catch up with him. We catch up with him. Praise the Lord. So that is how Jesus is going to come. And when you look at events, events, things that are happening, the first prophet that Jesus made serious emphasis on, you know, different kind of things. Human beings sleeping with, having intercourse with strange flesh. When the Bible talks about the strange flesh, it's talking about spiritual entity. Human beings having intercourse with what? Satanic agents. Physical intercourse. Because that is what happened in the days of Noah. Before God destroyed the earth, that is what happened. Human beings begin to have intercourse with what? Angels. With, with angels that left their assets. Praise the Lord. So immediately God begins to see all these things. He's not pleased. The same chapter 6 of Noah, God begins to plan how to what? Destroy the whole world. And that is why he called Noah. Noah, I found you faithful. I have found you faithful. This is what I'm going to do. Prepare your household. And call as many that you know that will listen. Praise the Lord. That is what God told Noah. Call them as many that will listen to you. Did anybody listen? Hmm? Apart from his household, did anybody listen? No. And today we are in the days of Noah. Whether we like it or not, we are in the days of Noah. Where men will not endure sound doctrine. Praise the Lord. Men no longer endure what? Fan doctrine. People are after entertainment. People are just after going to church. 
just going to church, just going to church. But the Lord of the church, Christ Jesus, they don't have love for him. So this is where we are now. We are in the end time. People are interested in what? Going to church. Praise the Lord. But at the end of the day, they are not in love with Jesus. Praise the Lord. So we'll be reading the book of Revelation, chapter 14. Are you there? Revelation chapter 14. The other time we read, we read uh, chapter 13. When uh, the Lord Jesus revealed to Apostle John what is going to happen, talk about the mark of the beast, 666. That is where Jesus revealed it to Apostle John. He talked about a time will come when they give this 666. If you don't have it, you'll not be able to buy and sell. And we also talk about alternative. If you are not able to buy and sell, how do you live? And we talk about how to survive when this time comes. That time will come before Jesus. When you see that they are forcing people to take the what? The mark of the beast, which will come as what? A cheap. When they begin to force people to take it, know that the time is what is close. They've introduced it now. All the banking reform, everything that they are doing, they have introduced it. But the time will come now that I say, ah, this thing is compulsory. Now, if you don't have your BGN, can you do any banking transaction? Eh? Can you open accounts? Can you do anything if you don't have BVN? So they made BVN compulsory. A time will come, they will make what that cheap mark of the beast compulsory. And I was doing the search on that chip. And, you know, what I find out about that research is that they say with that chip in your body, you can make phone call with your body. Praise the Lord. You can make phone call with your body. With that chip in your body, they can monitor you. They know where you are. They can monitor you. They can read through your mind. They can monitor what you are thinking. Praise the Lord. With that chip in your body, all your data is inside that chip. All your transaction, everything, you do it on that chip. Praise the Lord. So they can monitor you with that. So it's like, you know, they are turning human being towards electronics. They are turning human beings towards robots. So at that point, you are no longer full human being. You are half human being, you are half robot. Because you have something that is electronic inside your body. Praise the Lord. So that is what Satan is going to use to compel the whole world to worship him. The last time I talked about how uh, the chief is going to lead towards the worshipping of Satan. Praise the Lord. That you are coming to the bank to do transactions, they will put an image there, compulsory. It's just the way they put, if you go to banks now, you see picture of uh, Gwari, you see picture of Belo there, and picture of uh, what? The MD of the bank. 
So now they will now remove it. They will say, okay, we have one world government. So this is the picture, the president of one world government. They will put his image. And anybody that is coming to the bank will bow to that. Even in churches, they will enforce it. That's why I'm sorry for people that are building cathedral. They are competing with cathedral. The time will come, Antichrist will take over the church. They will experiment it. Government can stop worship. They use coronavirus. And they ask all the government of the whole world to ban worship. To stop worship. Praise the Lord. To stop what? Worship. So they are experimenting it. That the time will come that they will ban worship. Bigate was saying that they should ban worship until they take his chip, until they take his vaccine. And the certificate of that vaccine is what? Is what? Is the chip. You have to be cheap. Once you take the vaccine, you'll be cheap. So that whenever they see you anywhere, they test you, they'll say, okay, this person has been vaccinated. He has the has received the vaccine. He has the what? He has the certificate. Praise the Lord. So that is what is going to happen. Let's look at Revelation chapter 14 and see what the Holy Spirit is going to tell us. Verse 1 says, And I looked and lo, a lamb stood on the mount on the Mount Zion, and with him a hundred forty and four thousand, having his father's name written in their forehead. Praise the Lord. Having there's also as Satan have what mark of the beast. The father have what his own seal. Praise the Lord. The father, Jesus Christ, he has his own seal. As Satan is stealing his people, God is also stealing his people. Let me read this verse again so that we can get what happened here. And I looked. And I looked. And I looked. And lo, a lamb stood on the Mount Zion. And with him, a hundred and forty and four thousand having his father's name written in their forehead. The father's name, where will they write it? Eh? On our forehead. The same space Antichrist is competing for. The forehead and the right arm. Praise the Lord. So the father's name is what? It's written. Eh? The Father's name is written on where? On our forehead. Praise the Lord. So, as you, are, as you are a Christian, the Father's name is written on where? On your forehead. But you may not be able to see it. Praise the Lord. But Satan and his agents, they will see it. And that, ah, this one is the child of God. There's a sign they will see. Agents of devil, demonic agents, when they see you, there's a sign they will see. And say, ah, this one is a Christian. The father's name is written on his head. Praise the Lord. And presently, there are people, they've not taken the chip, but they've taken the spiritual chip. They've worshipped what? Antichrist. They have bowed down. They are bowing down to Antichrist. 
they are worshiping antichrist every day praise the lord so such people even without the chip what happened they will still go to hell because they've sold their conscience to what to the devil so remember this verse one it's very important that the father's name is written on what on your head and your name is written on where on the lamb book there's a book that they call the lamb book of christ the book of life your name is written on the book of life so remember this verse 2 and i and i heard a voice from heaven as the voice of many waters and as the voice of a great thunder and i heard the voice of half harpers happening with their harp and they sung as it were a new song before the throne and before the four beasts and the elders and no man could could lay could, could lean that could learn that song for the hundred and forty and four thousand which were redeemed from the earth praise the lord we are the we are the what we are the redeemed we are what we are the redeemed there's something you are hearing from God now that any other person doesn't hear. There's a lifestyle that you are living now that any other person cannot live. So you are what? You are the redeemed from the earth. Praise the Lord. They will be the redeemed from the earth in the mighty name of Jesus. On that day, we'll make it in the mighty name of Jesus. We'll not be what? A cast away in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus will not say, ah, uh, we will not go to Jesus and be complaining. Ah, we did evangelism. We we won't preach. We won't have a church in our house. And Jesus will say, "Go away from me. I know you not. You that walk iniquity." That will not be what our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go ahead, verse four. These are they which were not defiled with women, for they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he went. These were redeemed from among men, being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. Praise the Lord. We'll be among the first fruits in the mighty name of Jesus. They said they have not defiled themselves with what? With women. When the Bible talks about women, they have not defiled themselves with what? With women. They don't have any secret sin. They've not commit commit adultery. They've not commit fornication. Uh, They've not defied themselves with mammoth spirits. They've not defied themselves with strange flesh. They've not they've not commit what idolatry. They've not bowed down to Satan. These are the people that God will what redeem. So these are just the characteristics. What it takes for God to what redeem you. Verse, verse 5. And in their mouth was found no grief, for they are without fault before the throne of God. So you must be without fault, without fault. You must be without fault before the throne of God. You must be faultless. You must be faultless. Your conscience must be clean 
before God. You must not have hidden sin. You must be plain like this before God. You must not have any hidden sin, unconfessed sin, unrestituted sin. You must be pure and clean. Your motive must be clean. Your motive for serving God should not be for money. Your motive for serving God should not be for tithe and offering. Your motive for serving God should not be another motive. Your motive must be what? Must be pure and what? Clean. Verse 6. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, and to every nation and kindred and tongue and people, saying with a loud voice, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment is come. And worship him that made heaven and earth, and and the sea, and the fountain of water. And there followed another angel saying, Babylon is falling. Let me resolve this one. Worship God. Worship God. Eh? Worship God. Not worshiping entertainment. Not worshipping pastor, worship God. Not worshipping mammon. Not involving yourself with occultic activity. Worship God. Jesus said, those who will worship the Father, will worship him in what? In spirit and in truth. Your spirit must be aligned with God. You see the life of uh, Abraham. There's nothing God wants to do that will not re- reveal towards Abraham. When he wanted to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he called Abraham. This is what I want to do. The sin of Sodom and Gomorrah has, has gone up. I've seen their sin. I've seen their wickedness. And I've decided to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. But you, Abraham, because you had a nephew in Sodom and Gomorrah, I am not going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah without consulting you. And God consults what? Abraham. And Abraham says, Baba, I have a nephew there. His name is Lot. I don't want him to be destroyed. Him and his family. And as many that Lord decide to call out, I am not going to destroy them. And God took them out. And he did not destroy Lot and the daughter. But the wife, who has made up his mind to be self-destroyed, he was destroyed. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The same way, God consulted me around 3 a.m. this morning. said, this is what I want to do. But I said, no, God, I did not permit you to do that. Because this person is too precious to me. Give him 10 years and above. You can talk to God like that. Eh? There's nothing God will do that will not consult you. As his child, as his daughter, as his son, God will call you and consult you. This is what I want to do. How do you see it? What, can, what do you say to that? 
the same way Abraham told God, God, I'm not permitting you to destroy Lot and his household. And God, please allow Lot as many as Lot want to bring out. Even if you want to bring the king of Sodom out, if the king of Sodom allow himself to be brought out, bring him out. As many that Lot brings out, they become what? Saved from the destruction of Sodom. So this God is very practical. And when you are worshipping him, when you are following him in truth and in spirit, when you are not just deceiving yourself, he will come and tell you, the way he came to me this morning, that this is what I want to do. People are already crying. I was there crying. They buried him and they say, ah, you didn't go. I said, no, it's so painful. And he showed me everything that happened. And I told God, Lord, I am not permitting you to take this man home yet. Here is life. Hmm. You know, there is a certain king, King Ezekiah. Uh, Ezekiah, that God said, God told the prophet, he told prophet Elisha, go and tell King Ezekiah, put your house in order. Today you are going. And Ezekiah said, pray. He fasted and prayed. And said, no, God, give me more years. But the worst of it is that Ezekiah misbehaves at the end of the day. That will not be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. A time will come when you arrive to go. And God will show you, say, my servant, I'm going to take you home. Hmm? I'm going to take you home. And you have the permission, you have the right to, to renegotiate your way. Except if you have finished your work and you are tired of this world, you are tired of living on earth, and you say, God, I want to go home. But if you still have work to do and God reveals such things to you, you can renegotiate your way. You can renegotiate your way and ask God, no, I still have one or two things to do. Give me more years. Your relationship with God can be so what intact. Praise the Lord. Where are we now? Seven. Okay. And there follows another angel saying, Babylon is falling. Is falling. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine, of the rot of her fornication. And the third angel followed them, saying, with a loud voice, if any man worship the beast and his image and receive this mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. Who is the Lamb? The Lord Jesus Christ. God is specific, particularly, don't worship the beast. Everything that have what affiliation with Babylon, don't join Babylon. A church can be a Babylon. 
It depends on the system. A ministry can be Babylon. It depends on the system. What? How do they worship God? How do they operate? Are they after Mammon? Because Babylon is built after Mammon. When Jesus, when Satan tempted Jesus, one of the temptations is what? I will give you the whole kingdom of this earth if you bow down and worship me. Has that Satan changed? Satan, in the, in the days of Jesus, that said, bow down and worship me and I will give you it. Has Satan changed? Eh? Has Satan changed? No, Satan has not changed. Satan is still the same person. His strategy may have modernized the strategy, but he has not changed. The same warning God is giving us, don't worship the beast. Don't bow down to the beast. Don't take instruction from the beast. Don't go the way of the beast. Don't go the way of Babylon. Don't walk in the way of Babylon. The same thing that God is telling us. Don't worship the beast. Don't take the mark of the beast. Worship God. Praise the Lord. Worship God. Who do we worship? God. So, and God specify his punishment. When you talk about fire and brimstone, he's talking about what? Hell fire. He's talking about what? Hell fire. Fire and brimstone. That is where the devil and his agents, that is where they belong. And that is where it's going to put them. Fire and brimstone. The fire that what? Quenched not. Eleven. And the smoke of the torment ascended up forever and ever. And they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast and its image. And whosoever received the mark of his name, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus. Praise the Lord. God is always talking about the patience of, of the faith. What does it mean to be patient? To endure. Most of us, we can't endure. Praise the Lord. Most of us, we cannot what? Endure. And we need endurance to scale through. When tribulation comes, we need endurance. That is one of the gifts that we need to make it. Patience is known as what? Endurance. We need what? Endurance. We need the inner strength. We need endurance to make it. We need endurance to make it. Praise the Lord. He's always talking about the patience of what? The saints. Praise the Lord. If you are not patient, you are not going to make it. So now you start learning patience. You start learning suffering for Christ. By the time the Antichrist begins to manifest and he begins to force people, if you are not patient, you will not make it. You say, what is it now? Let's just take the mark. Let's take the mark. And now we are sick. We can't go to the hospital. We are this. We can't buy. We can't spend money. We can't do this. So if you are not patient, you will receive the mark. There's nothing you can do. You will receive it. 
So we should start learning patience. We should start learning suffering. We should start learning what endurance. Praise the Lord. So somebody who is not patient, we take the mark. And whenever God speaks about what the end time, he talks about what the patience of the saints. He said, here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandment of God and the faith of Jesus. If you are not patient, you take the mark. And you go to a bank and this is it not just to bow down to Antichrist? What does it mean? So you have to be learning to be patient in small, small things. When you suffer hunger, be patient. Praise the Lord. You have to learn to be patient. If you are not patient, you take the mark. In uh, Revelation 13, God still talks about the patience of the saints. Because God knows that this is what we need to scale through. Because the time will come, they will be pushing people. That, okay, uh, you have bank accounts now. Without the mark of the Antichrist, you will not buy and sell. You will not be able to do anything. You will not be able to transact. How many people are patient that you can't go to a uh, market and buy? So we should prepare towards it. We should start preparing towards it. And at that point, you can't stay in the city. Because the life in the city is based mainly on transactions. A time will come, you don't need Nepal life because you can't even pay your bill. A time will come, all this buying and selling that you are doing, you will not be able to do it. Many, many things that you are doing with money, you will not be able to do it. All these drugs that you are buying and selling, you will not be able to do it. To treat yourself in the office, you will not be able to go there. To go to the bank, nothing concerns you again with bank. A time will come like that. But Jesus will not delay his coming. Because he knows if he delay too much, even the elect, the saints, what happened? They will fall. So Jesus will not watch, delay his coming. He will not delay his coming. Praise the Lord. Where are we now? Okay, starting. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in the Lord. From henceforth, yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labor, and their work do follow them. And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the clouds, one south, one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his head a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the clouds, Thrust in thy sickle and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. And he that sat on the clouds thrust in his sickle on the earth, 
and the earth was ripped. And another angel came out of the temple, which is in heaven. He also having a sharp sickle. And another angel came out from the altar, which had power over fire, and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the cluster of the, of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath, wrath of God. And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even unto the the horse bridled by the space of a thousand and six hundred for long. Praise the Lord. He's talking, this last verse is talking about the harvest of the earth. There are two harvests. When you are harvesting your crop, there are two harvests, the grain and the what? The chaff. Praise the Lord. The grain and the chaff. The grain are the goods. They are the good product of the farm. The chaff is meant for what? It's meant for what? Fire. So, anybody that are bowed down to what? So, the beast is meant for what? Fire. But those that are genuine, that have content, that are believers, that have not bowed down to the beast, is what is the grain. You will be a grain in the mighty name of Jesus. On the day of harvest, when the angels, when Jesus will come and harvest his soul, you will be among the one that will catch up with him in the mighty name of Jesus. You will be among the people, the saints, that will catch up with him in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be among the chaff in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go ahead and pray. That God will help us to endure. Because anytime Baba is talking about the end time, he talks about endurance, he talks about patience. So let's begin to learn that life. That the things of this world should not matter to you. The entertainment in the world, the food, the money. All those things should not matter to you. It should not be anything to you. Let's begin to, to pray that all these things should not matter to you anymore. Go ahead and pray. That Lord, cleanse me from the love of this world, from the things of this world. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. Cleanse me, Lord. From the things of this world, cleanse me, cleanse me, Lord, that the things of this world will not matter to me anymore in the mighty name of Jesus. Cleanse me, Lord, cleanse me, cleanse me. Help me to yield myself to you. Help me to yield myself to you. Help me to yield myself to you. Help me to be patient. Help me to endure. Help me to be long suffering. Help me, Lord. 
Help me to walk in the way of Jesus. Help me, Lord. I need your help. I need your grace. I need your power. I need your enablement. I need your, your strength to move on in this wicked world. Not many people will join this road. They call it the narrow road. When Jesus is talking about the way to heaven, he call it the narrow road. The straight is the way. Narrow is the way that leads to what? That leads to heaven. Wide is the way. Broad is the way that leads to what? Hellfire. So when Jesus is talking about what? The narrow way. He's talking about the way to heaven. And it's a way of endurance. Because not many people will be able to endure. Not many people will be patient. Not many people will be able to follow Jesus. So they can't make it. So that I always say something. If it remains only you that is serving God, serve Him. If it costs you to lean down your room, pray and read the Bible. We have the Bible with us. Don't join yourself to evil people. Don't join yourself to the people that are not going the same direction with you. Don't join yourself with wolves. Don't join yourself with people who are not what? Disciples. Because the race to heaven is what? Is an individual race, not a collective race. They say, ah, me and you, we are running to heaven. No. It's not a collective race. It's individual race. When you talk about heaven, I only know myself. My wife knows himself. You children know yourself. Everybody will stand alone before God. So you should run the race according to the rule. You should run the race according to the rule. You should make sure you are what on the narrow way. Go ahead and pray. Pray for yourself that on that day you will not be found wanting in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not be found wanting in the mighty name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. Go ahead and pray. End time. We'll be talking about the end time. End time, volume one. End time, volume one. What is end time? Jesus too talk about the end time. In Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 24, Jesus talked about the end time. He told us, he showed us a lot of signs. The things that will happen. The things that will happen at the end time. He said, if if, when we begin to see all these things, what happened? The end time is what? It's near. It's coming, it's near. And immediately Jesus come and come. That is what? The end time. Because when he come, the believer will what? Will catch up with him. Some people, they call it rapture. The believers will catch up with him. And that is the end of grace. This grace we are enjoying, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. 
a time will come, grace will end. Grace will end. And at that point, when grace ends, this what they call 666, mark of the beast, that is when it will be serious. But gradually, they will be, they've started it now. Even some people, men of God, musicians, rich men, they've taken the mark already. They've taken the spiritual mark of the beast. There's what? There's physical mark of the beast. Praise the Lord. There's physical mark of the beast. That one is a microchip that they'll just put for you so that you'll be part of the government of Antichrist. you become citizen of Antichrist. They can use that to control you. Putting that alone is not a sin. But by the time they use it to be manipulating you, then you begin to what? Worship Satan. In that worshiping of Satan, that's where the sin is. Taking that physical distance is not a sin. But once you take it, the rest are sure. You can't escape Satan. Once you take it, you, you must worship Satan. You must compromise. You must live as the world. You must spend their money. When you look at the build-up of the banking system, one of the things the Antichrist is going to use is the bank. When you look at the build-up, there was a time, normal banking, they will check paper, write your name and everything. But now it's not like that. Now it has become electronic banking. And you have your account. Before, our bank account used to be up to 14 numbers. Sabi? Later, they change it to 10. They change it to 10. Later, they introduce what they call the BVN. And the BVN is how many number? Either 10 or 11. Either 10 or 11. And before you know it, they will shorten it. Now, there's something they call 5 gig network. That five gig network, according to scientists, they say immediately they they launch it in the whole world. They will first kill twenty percent of the population of the world. Because to create a sizable number that Antichrist will be able to rule. Whether we like it or not, that five gig network, they will still launch it. And it's very, very hazardous to health. But maybe they will devise something that maybe you put on. You put on that thing to to reduce the effect of what 5 gig on your health. There will be something maybe scientists they will devise something that you can put on. Just like the, if you build a house, you have earth. You have a wire that is going to the ground, earth to stop the what's it called thunder or some uh, electrical uh, lightning and some other things. So, woman may we have to be wearing that thing to help to protect you from <coughs> from 5G network. Now, a man called Bill Gates, he said, okay, this uh, coronavirus that is killing people, that is destroying things, destroying the economy of the world, that he, 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 got, he has gotten a, vir- a, a vaccine for it. 
and he's going to give this vaccine to people. But after he give this vaccine, there will be a certificate. Yes, there will be a certificate to show that you have received the vaccine. That coronavirus cannot come near you again. And that certificate will be a chip. A chip, maybe on your right, on your head, on your forehead, or on your right hand. That is what physical mark of the beast. And later, they will use it to be doing what? Banking reforms. And later, they will use it. All your information will be there inside your body computer will be able to assess you when you go to a bank they say okay where's your chip if it's in your head they'll put the light on your head and they'll get all your information if it's in your right hand they'll put the light there and they'll get your information so you will not need uh, to write any number or to tell them anything they just put the light there they'll get it but it will still take time but it's building up the Antichrist system is what is building up. They started it long ago. It's building up. So let's go to the book of Revelation, chapter 13. Let's go to the book of Revelation, chapter 13. We'll read the whole verse. May the Lord give us the grace to endure and to follow. we we'll start from uh, verse 1. 13 from verse 1. Are we there? Are we there? Let me just start so that because of our time. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his head the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. Verse 3. And I saw one of his head as it were wounded to death. And his deadly wounds were healed. And all the world wonder after the beast. Praise the Lord. All the world wonder after the word beast. That means all the world, they were following the beast. Who is the beast? Satan. All the whole world are following the beast. Are the whole world not following the beast now? Eh? How many genuine Christians do you have? The tithe system and the offering system in the church is part of what the devil is using to deceive men of God. Are they not following the beast? Eh? How many genuine churches that you have now? How many genuine churches? How many genuine men of God that you have? How many are they? How many genuine Christians you have? 
Praise the Lord. How many are they? And the whole world wonder after the beast. What are people looking for? Is it not mammon? Hmm? Once you are using what? The things of God to acquire mammon. What happened? You have already wonder after the beast. And Jesus said it expressly that you cannot serve God and mammon. So the whole world is wandering after the beast. When you say, okay, uh, let's come and let's preach to Jesus, let's hear from Jesus, and you invite people here, you discover that at the end of the day, the following day, many of them will not come. But if that person is a true Christian, you say, ah, this is what I've been looking for, he will come. Even if he's in Zango, he will leave Zango and come here. That, okay, there's fruit here. The word of God is here. The whole world is wandering after the beast. And at the end of the day, the whole world will still wander after him. Because they love Satan more than God. The people of the world, they love Satan more than God. Satan is the king of this world. Praise the Lord. So they will wander after the beast. And they worship the dragon, which gave power unto the beast. And they worship the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemy. And, and power was given unto him to continue 40 and 2 months. 40 and 2 months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and all tongues and all nations to make war with the saints. A time will come, a time will come, church, this church, all the churches will be what? Will be banned. Praise the Lord. There won't be open worship again. They've already tested it. They've tried it. And they see that they can they can use a disease, a contagious disease, to ban the whole church. They've tried it. And a man called Bill Gates is saying they should what? They should ban the whole church temporarily. They should not be gathering together again. By the time he succeeds in giving a lot of people his vaccination, a country, I've forgotten the African country, maybe Zimbabwe, so has decided, okay, come and give us the vaccine. We will take it. Nigeria is still speculating whether we will take it or will not take it. They are still contemplating but maybe at the end of the day, they will take it. 
they will take the vaccine. US said they should not take it. Many other countries said, don't take it. Praise the Lord. They say, if any man. Sorry, where did we stop? Huh? Eight. And all that dwell upon the earth. Or nine. Okay, nine. Eight, Adi. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him. Shall worship him whose name are not written in the book of of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience of the faith of the saints. And I beheld. Let's... So at this point, we need to have faith in God. We need to be patient. We don't need to rush into things. We need to be patient. Because one attribute of God is what? God is patient. And patience is what is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. When Satan wants to do something, he wants it fast, fast. Even this uh, 5D that they are, they want efficiency. They want everything they do to be at the speed of the light. They want to get results fast, fast. Whenever you see yourself, you want to get something fast, fast. Praise the Lord. You want to achieve something fast, fast. You are not patient. The devil is behind that. Praise the Lord. The devil is what is behind that. So we need what? We need to be patient as children of God. Eleven. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb. And he spake as a dragon. And he exercised all the power of the first beast before him. And caused the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Praise the Lord. He will do wonders. He will do what? Wonders. Eh? There's a thing we watch. Uh, is it the judgment? There's a thing we watch one time. The judgment there, that. Uh, when they were in the court trying to judge a particular case and a certain man came out and there was a glass of water and he was using his hand to control it. Men of God, are they not using their hand to control now? Eh? Most of them, why are they able to do it? Because they've had what an allegiance with who Satan. Praise the Lord. They've had an allegiance with Satan. Men of God having what intercourse with mammal spirits. 
Because in the department of Satan, mama's spirit is spirit that gives power to anybody that wants to belong to Satan. All these babalawu, most pastors, rich, rich men, musicians, footballers, they had contact with what mama's spirit so that they can have power and what fame. And already, unknowingly, they have received what the spiritual mark of the beast. I said it earlier that there's two mark of the beast. There's the one that is spiritual, that you've had intercourse with satanic agents, either witchcraft, snake, serpentia spirit, or man-made spirit. That one is spiritual what mark of the beast. And that one is the worst. But the one that they want to give now as a chip, micro microchip, on the forehead or on the right hand. That one is to make you to come and worship Satan later. It will compel you to what to worship Satan if you take it. It will compel you to worship Satan. It's not the real mark of the beast, but it will lead you to what the spiritual mark of the beast. Many have taken mark of the beast now. I talk about one musician. I was listening to to him. He's a Yoruba, very popular, and you know most Yoruba people like him. You know, when he was talking, he was praising, he was praising Mamet spirit. Yemoja Olokun. He was praising Mamet spirit. He was praising the witchcraft. He was praising the Ogonis. He belongs to almost all the courts. Why? For popularity and for riches and for protection. And the same thing, the politicians, the same thing, the musicians, one of the musicians, something Kenya, Kenya West also, came out and said, he said, there's a musician, whiskey, that whiskey that sold his soul to Satan, and that's why it's making waves. So, musicians are not left out. Actors, Matters, they are not left out. Uh, businessmen, most of them, they are not left out. Politicians, they've already taken the mark of the beast. They are part of what antichrist system. In US, you have different courts. Satanists, Freemasons, and so many other courting groups. They are part of the system. Some professionals, lawyers, doctors, engineers, they've already taken what the spiritual mark of the beast. Because they are what they are alliance with what one of the territorial spirits from Satan. 
So we should be careful. The bow chip is what a physical mark of the beast that will lead the whole world to worship what to worship the beast. If you take it and you die and you have not worshipped the beast, what happened? You make heaven. But it's better, very bad, it's better that you don't take it. Because when you take it, that sheep will compel you to do what? To worship the beast. So Christians should be discouraged. I saw online some pastor, I think Pastor Chris was discouraging it. Lehman Johnson was discouraging it. Uh, so many other men of God were discouraging it. That don't take the bow chip, the satanic uh, mark of the beast. And in the Bible, it's known as what? 66. Call it 66. Where did we stop? Okay. And deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had which he had power to do in the sight of the beast saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by which had the wound by a sword and did live and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed did you get the logic when you take the uh, uh, bow chief a time will come and satan will come out openly and they will say you should bow down Satan. Even if you cannot reach all this area, a certain time, maybe six o'clock, that they will ring. Is a law. They will make a law. They will just ring a bell. That six o'clock. Once that time, they will ring a bell, and wherever Satan is, he will come out, and the people there will worship him, and they will use an image to represent him. They will use an image to represent him that at that six o'clock, everybody should bow to that image. At that point, there will be one religion. Even the Pope was trying to do it to bring Christianity, uh, Islam, uh, Buddhism, and all the, to unify all the religions into one. There's a church, uh, they say it's Islam. So the religion that Pope want to bring is Christian to unify the whole religious system into one. That if you're a Christian, you also be doing uh, eating head on the ground. You also be you also have different idols. They'll say, okay, choose one other idol that you'll be worshiping. So at that point, once you collect the power chip. You'll be compelled to come out at a particular time. Maybe they will set their own date, maybe Sunday. 
and they will put the, this thing there. When you go to church, what happens? Everybody will first bow down to the beast. You know what happened in Roman Catholic? Eh? Roman Catholic, they bow down to what? An image. And what did the Bible say? In one of the commandments, thou shalt not bow down to any graven image. Don't bow down to any graven image. So God has already seen what is going to happen. So that is why as a Christian, don't take the cheap. And at first they will use all these churches outside. They'll say, okay, it's a mandatory law. They will do the image. And when everybody comes in, as you are coming in, you do what? You bow down to that image. What happens? You have worshipped Satan. And you have provoked provoke God to what? Jealousy. God said, I am a jealous God. Don't worship idols because it makes me jealous. I want you to go and worship idols, to bow down to idols. What happened? You have provoked God to what? Jealousy. Where did you stop? Fifteen, okay. So this 15, 17, and 18, these last verses, we pay at prompt attention to it because that is where we are going to. That is the bottom part. Pay prompt attention to it. 16. And it caused all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads and that no man might buy or sell save he that have the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name here is wisdom let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast for it is the number of a man and his number is six hundred this score and six 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 praise the lord this is where all this banking reform all these things they are doing religious things titan offering all these things they are all systems that we what make people to take the mark of the beast a time will come you can't spend this money again praise the lord this cash that you are holding, you can't spend it again. Somebody who wants to buy it from you, he will send what alerts to you. They call it cashless society. The cashless society, everything started, now you can transfer money from your phone to somebody. From your ATM, you can transfer money to somebody. Instead of giving the person physical cash, you transfer and the number will appear in that person and the person will use that money to buy whatever he wants to buy and the time will come they will say no this cash that we are producing this cash that we are carrying about it is least spoiled and it's too bulky it's not easy to carry let's do away with cash there won't be cash again 
when you get to at that point that you don't spend cash again, know that the time has come. And they will compel everybody. You must take what? You must take what? The cheap. You must take the cheap because all your information, maybe your BVN, your age, your address, everything will be on that chip. All your banking this thing will be on that chip. So once you've taken that mark and you continue with them, you worship the beast. When you are entering a bank, they will put the image there. And somebody will stand behind the image and will be watching you. So when you enter a bank, the first thing you are expected to do is bow down to the image and go for your transaction. When you enter a hospital, before they attend to you, when you get to any of the wards, you see the image, you go and do what? Bow down to the image. When you enter any government office, you see what? The image. When you enter a school, you see the image. When children are doing assembly, they are compelled to do what? To bow down to what? That image. So that is how the bow chief will lead people to what? To worship Satan. And all these churches that you are seeing now will be used. Praise the Lord. They will be used. And then it will be Church of Antichrist. And at that point, you that you are worshipping the true God, they will be haunting you. So at that point, that is when Christ will come. At the peak of all these things. Because if Christ prolongs his coming, even the real Christian will what? They will compromise. Because you can't buy again, you can't sell again. How are you going to survive? In this world that money is like life. Can you live for a week without spending money? Praise the Lord. Can you live? Can you live a week without spending money? Eh? Answer me now. Can you stay for a week without spending money? But a time will come you stay for a year. If you want to be a true saint without spending money. So, how are we going to cope with that situation before Christ will come? Maybe a year, maybe two years. How are we going to cope that we don't receive what? The mark of the beast. Because at that point, you can't take your children to hospital. At that point, they can't go to school. Or see a long time to come. They can't go to school. How are we going to live? How are you going to sustain yourself without buying all this soap that you are seeing? A time will come, you have to devise a means for your own soap, to get your own soap. A time will come, you have to devise a means for you to get your own toothpaste. Because those ones, they will be in the market. And before you buy, 
that mark of the beast yes some supermarket they will just carry the light electronic light they will just put it in your hand on your forehead where is this and they'll check your account then they will say okay type what the amount are they not filling station the other time i went to buy food what did i use my atm are they using it before no i said oh so i'm just going to the bank now i don't have cash can i use my atm they say yes and they say put your atm i put it and they say okay uh, how much is it they type the amount then i put my pin number immediately he paid and he gave me receipt there so atm machine pos machine they are what they are just example is a build up praise the lord is a build up where they are going to is that cheap and once you are cheap you've compromised praise the lord once you are cheap you've compromised so at that point when uh, everybody should be cheap to receive the mark 666 at that point you know that the coming of the lord jesus christ is very close because he knows that if he doesn't come what will happen everybody will compromise there will still be few people that will not take the mark there will still be few people that will endure but when it's about to get the, to the height that they begin to hunt people down jesus will appear and will take his own that has not yet what worship the beast but within that six months one year what will happen you have to survive you have to devise a way to live and that way the only way you can live is known as what trade by butter and it's not everybody you can do trade by butter with it's with believers that understand the time praise the lord it's with believers that what understand the time you need sort now and you have yam carry your yam take give me salt you need me to eat or fish then says like fish now you go to river and catch your this thing all this normal business that you are doing you can't do it again praise the lord you cannot do it again because it involves what transaction your phone or your bow chip and maybe at that point they will now do something on the phone they will do the light when they just on the light put it in your hand it will read all your information then you type your this thing and they will send money to your account so that is just the mark of the beast the bible say you cannot sell read that uh, read from 16 again read from 16 let me have my this thing and then And because all both small and great, rich and poor, free and born, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their forehead. Yeah, in, the, in their right hand or in their forehead. 
That's where the mark will be. Bible does not tell lies. It's going to come to pass. But what I don't know, whether I will be alive to experience it, but it's close. Whether we will be alive to experience it, but our own children, your generation, certainly they will experience it. But you have to pass this down to them, to your children, your grandchildren, that this is what is going to happen. Don't take it. So at that point, we live what a primitive life. You need thoughts. Because at that point, you have time for yourself. You have time to do farm, to farm vegetables, to farm this one, to farm that one. You need pots. You have to do your cocoa and get wood. Nobody will stop you from getting wood. You get wood and cook your food. You can dig a well to get your water. No more this pure water, buying of water, no. The food that you are going to eat, if you don't want to take the mark, you produce it yourself. There are some things that you even do without, like say you are using pomade to rub body. Anything you cannot produce, you do without it. If you don't use pomade, you will not die. If you want your teeth to be clean, there is ogoyaro, there is that you can cut and use and brush. So why am I emphasizing on survivors? Because if you meet that time, praise the Lord, if you meet that time, you have to devise a way to survive until Jesus Christ comes. But when Jesus is at the peak of it, that these people, they will begin to hunt the saints down, they will appear. And those who did not take the mark, and those who have not bowed down to Satan, eh, they will go. They will go with him. Let's let's read. Uh, uh, which one did we read? Sixteen. Let's read seventeen. And wait. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. You can't buy and sell. Forget it. Except you want to join them. You cannot buy and sell anymore. All the buying and selling, you stop it. Praise the Lord. You stop it because you don't, at that point, you don't need money again. At that point, you don't need what? Money. You can't spend money. There's no physical money. Praise the Lord. At that point, there's no physical money. All this Naira and Kobo that you are carrying about, they have they have bound it with law. They say no more. This thing is too stressful to carry. To produce it is expensive to produce. Let's focus on electronic money. Are we not using electronic money now? We have started. They've introduced us to the system. A time will come, they will ban cash. And at that point, know that it is closed. When they say cashless society, let's 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 uh, implement cashless society totally. Let's implement it totally. What will happen? You know that the time has near. If you are in the city, just pack your loot. 
move to the village, get farmland, learn one or two productions, things that you need. How to produce local pots, to use local cup, or to use a calabash. How to farm yam, farm rice, farm all those things. And you can't buy seed You have to store your own seed for the next season. Maize, the rest. Then begin to talk to believers that they should get ready. Those one, those ones that have not been chipped. Begin to talk to them. And you need to teach them trade by butter. Say, so you have this, you don't have this, you have this. Bring your own, I give you my own. Period. I think this lady also talked about it. Sister Tom, that lady in Ibado. I wish I still get this. He said, this thing. maybe I will, I will Google it and look for it and download this message. He talks about it. How to survive that time. No, that time will be short. Maybe six months, maybe a year, maybe two years. But you have to survive. Without what? Buying down towards the beast. If you are sick, you can't go to hospital. Praise the Lord. Eh? If you are sick, all this life you are used to, city life. If you are sick, you quickly go and buy drugs. You can't buy drugs again. You have to devise a way that you use herbs. Thank God for herbs. You can't buy blocks, say you want to build house. No. You you mold your your if it's mold, you can't buy cement. So you have to devise a means. So you have to go back to what that primitive life for you to survive. So if you are unwilling to go back to that primitive life, then you don't have any option than to join the Antichrist. How many people can go back to that primitive life? How many? How many can go back to that primitive life? Everybody's used to city life, using Oibo things, things that are manufactured, this one and that one. We are used to it. But a time will come if you don't want to be cheaped, if you don't want to receive that mark of the beast, what do you do? You go back to primitive life. All this phone, a time will come, you can't use it again because it's part of the system. Praise the Lord. You cannot use it again. So children, you are hearing now. Maybe it's your generation that will meet the listen. Maybe by then, we, we have gone. Maybe we will still meet it. We cannot say but you have to be prepared that at the end of the day, you are not chipped. You do not worship Satan. And at the end of the day, you make heaven. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. That God, help me. Help me to make heaven. Help me to make heaven. Help me to make heaven. I need your grace to withstand the persecution 
to, to, to withstood the change. I need your grace. I need your grace. I need your grace. Amen. Let's read the last uh, this thing. Verse 18. He says, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred and six hundred, six hundred, three score and six, 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 six. That three score means what? Twenty in three places means sixty. Then six. So let he that read it, let him understand. It is the number of a man. Go ahead and pray. 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 Go ahead and pray that we don't fall victim. That we'll be strong. We have this internal strength to withstood that system. So the end is coming near. The five gig network that they are going to do, they'll still increase it more than five gig. And that is why what they will use in monitoring everybody that has been chipped. You'll be in your house, they will be seeing you. You can't go anywhere. Anywhere you run to, they'll see you. Like the Mike Bamloe film that we watch, uh, Tribulation, that some people were hiding inside somewhere. And they are cheap. I think, no, they are not cheap. Those ones are not cheap. But it's at the end time when they were looking for saints. They were pursuing those people who have not been chipped. Because once you are chipped, all your activities, they will monitor you. Everything you are doing, you can be in your house sleeping, they are watching you. Praise the Lord, they are watching you. You can be in the toilet, they are watching you. You can go and be praying secretly, they are seeing you. So they are watching everybody. Except those who have not been chipped. They are not connected to their system. They have not chipped you. Go ahead and pray. That Lord, you give me the strength. And at that point, people will begin to betray each other. Maybe a husband said, I don't want to be chipped. Why well, say, ah, I'm tired of this, so come, we can't go to hospital. We can't uh, buy. We can't do anything. Me, I'm going to collect the cheapo. And husband will betray wife. And wife will betray husband. They will betray themselves. Because of what? Lack of endurance. And that is why we need to learn endurance. If you cannot endure, you'll be cheaped. Because you will give up. If you cannot endure, you will give up. If you don't have this strong spirit, you will give up. The ones, well, after all, it's not just a cheap. Why am I suffering myself? And you go ahead and collect it. And you'll be doing the normal transaction. As you are doing it, you are bowing down to the devil. As you are doing government, you are bowing down to the devil. As you are going to hospital, you are bowing down to the devil. As you are going to the supermarket or this thing, you are bowing down to the devil. Because they will make a law. This image everywhere. And before anybody do anything, you must bow down to Lord Lucifer. 
the Antichrist. That will not be our portion. And once you begin to bow down to Antichrist, you are moving away from God. And they will begin to teach you the commandments, the laws of Antichrist. They will begin to guide you through. And before you know it, they disconnect you from the Holy Spirit. They disconnect you from God. And all they will be teaching you is what? Antichrist, Antichrist, Antichrist. His way, his life, everything. The way we are teaching you people, the way of Jesus, the life of Jesus. The life of Jesus now, the way we are teaching you. The time we will come, it will be Antichrist. They will be teaching people Antichrist. That will not be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. That will not be our portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's go ahead and pray. That God will give us the spirit of endurance. God will give us the spirit of what endurance to be able to endure. God will give us the spirit of discernment to be able to discern the time. God will teach us his ways. God will guide us in the right way. God will help us to be fruitful. And that's why the Bible said you need to be fruitful. You need to have faith in God. You need to be patient. You need to be able to endure. You need to be humble. You need to be humble. Go ahead and pray. 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 The spirit of endurance. If you are not able to endure, you give up. You give up. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. End time for one.